This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. All right. Well, welcome back to Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo. I'm here with uh, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I had a really good week. You know who I saw live in concert this week? Foreigner. Hollow Oates. Oh, really? Foreigner, yeah. Foreigner was in town. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Foreigner's great. Yeah. Back to Foreigner's the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Going back yeah. a ways. Here we are. We're going back a ways. Yeah. Hollow Oates had so many hits. You know, they're the most successful duo in music history. That's hard to believe. I've heard that before, but I'm like... I'm like no, it's album sales. They had so many singles. I mean, you think, uh, like, that, you think like Brooks and Dunn or somebody would be like, you know... Oh, no. Yeah. They haven't had near the hits. Yeah. I mean, you just start naming off yeah. the Hall & Oates hits. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So I've had a good week. How about you? A good week, except uh, something came up in the last couple weeks over the last month that I thought we might want to talk about is um, uh, signs of elder abuse. So oh, um, that's, a, that's a really serious topic, and it's yeah. become a real problem. And, and it's, you know, it's, there's different types of elder abuse, right? There's physical like where somebody's actually physically either hitting or beating someone up or or doing something like that there's also just neglect where um you know they're not getting the proper care either at home or at, at some type of facility right and then there's emotional where they can just you know be badgering them all the time and so and the one that we're experiencing right now uh, unfortunately for for an elderly client who's in his 90s is um, financial abuse. So Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. I mean, all of those are so serious. But so many people out there, Chris, take advantage of the elderly. And, you know, we've talked about, uh, you know, things like phone scams and identity theft, and those really target seniors and the elderly. All right, so those are the, the typical ones you hear about somebody calling on the phone, wanting them to donate some money. They're trying to get to right. their bank information and things like that. Our situation was a little bit different. We have a client who uh, is elderly. He's almost blind, and his, uh, his neighbors have been taking care of him for literally about a year because his wife passed away and his, and his son passed away, so he's just all on his own. But... Um, so recently they came in to do uh, a few things and uh, transfer car title and stuff. But unbeknownst to them that I found out that there's been some large uh, uh, checks made out to the caretaker. Um, and in total about a hundred and over a hundred thousand dollars in the last uh, few months. So, oh. yeah. So, um, so those are the issues, you know. So what do you do? I mean, I think the real thing is what do you do if you if you find elder abuse? Um, I know here there's a division called Job and Family Services, and a, and a, a division of that is called uh, Adult Protective Services. And I would think almost every community has one, or a county or a state has one in their um, in their jurisdiction. So 
Um, and then some people like myself, who, who's a CPA and an attorney, um, I have a legal obligation to report. And if I don't report, when I find out, potentially I could be either fined or have a criminal penalty against me. So like, that's not going to happen. So, so, um, we want to really want to make sure that, uh, there's a lot of people that need, they, they can't report. So, um, banks, um, by the time I got involved, one of the banks had already reported because they, um, one of the, they came in, brought him in and, um, wanted $50,000 in cash. So, oh like, my God. Yeah. So they're like, wait, well, no. So, so I ended up, they did, you know, because he's still reasonably kind of like, like he's 90 some years old. He's not going to be perfectly competent, right? Nobody, I don't want to say nobody, but most people in 90, 94, 95 are not going to be. So he kind of knew what he was doing, but didn't really know what he's doing. He wanted to pay her some money because she, you know, she had been taking care of him for a year. And, um, and so when I first found out about the first amount, um, I said, well, maybe that's a reasonable amount. Um, if she's, I mean, literally been there almost 24 seven, she, you know, taking care of him. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. a reasonable. And then when I found, then when I questioned the banks, the bank said, no, there's another one and there's another one and there's another one. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. So, um, so he ended up going in a nursing home and he's been in there for a while. So there's, you know, the big question is, you know, should we, he wants to go home and I'm like, I don't really think you should go home because I think he's better there and, you know, all kinds of these issues going on. And, and, you know, this, the caretaker wants him to come back home. And I'm like, well, if he's coming back home, you're not caretaking anymore. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to get someone else in the caretake for him because, right. you know, they say, well, you know, he says he wants to go home. I'm like, well, everybody in a nursing home says they want to go home. Right. right. I mean, nobody, nobody wants yeah. really. I mean, no, and it's not that actually sometimes people thrive better in a nursing home facility because there's more people, there's more events, there's more activities and things like that. Right. So it's nursing homes aren't necessarily, you know, just what we all think of, you know, people think about nursing homes. So, yeah. So adult protective services, uh, uh, one of the banks notified them. So I talked to the investigator <clears throat> and I said, Hey, I don't know if you know about these other instances too. So, so this is all pretty fresh in our mind. That's why I thought we'd talk about it. And, you know, what do you do? What are the signs? Who do you report to? Um, so. Um, well, yeah, if you think something like that's going on, uh, what do you do? Do you, I mean, call the police or is that, or you said that uh, a lot of state uh, yeah. and county governments right. have adult, uh, what is it? Adult, adult protective services? services. So here in Ohio, it's, it's part of the, uh, job and family services, uh, division. And for professionals, you can't just turn a blind eye. You just can't say, cause you have a legal duty to report. So, you know, you just can't say, well, you know, it's, it's not my, it's not my headache. Right. I'm not only really want to get involved. And, and I know a couple of years, but hopefully even if you're <clears throat> not in a professional position, you'd, you'd want to report it to somebody. Right. Because so, you don't want to see. So I know, I know here in Ohio, um, there was a law passed a few years ago that required CPAs now to report if they find out. So, 
and they actually made it a criminal penalty not to report in a fine. So, so we want to make sure we we did everything above board. So we reported, but it had already been reported, right? So then the question is, well, do you still have to report if it's already been reported because you want to go on record that you reported? And so, you know, so it gets in all that kind of stuff. So when I talked to the uh, investigator from uh, Adult Protective Services, he's like, well, look, we've had this conversation. We got emails back and forth. You, you're you're fine. You've you've reported. So now we're just, uh, we're, we're still in the infancy stages here, but we, you know, it, it, it's just a mess. I mean, now what, who's going to take care of them? So what's going to, so what ultimately will probably happen is the caretaker will no longer have caretaking responsibilities or medical power of attorney over and adult protector services will most likely file with the probate court to get a court appointed guardian for him. So... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Elder financial abuse, you know, it, it it's a real thing. In fact, um, uh, I was reading um, there's a source uh, sources online say uh, they, there's something called the Older Americans Act of 2006. Uh, and that really defines elder financial abuse, uh, you know, as exploitation, especially uh, when it comes to caregivers or trusted family members. Uh, you know, personal benefit, profit, or gain, uh, and it's it's uh, up to five years and five thousand yeah. dollar fine. And, and the caretaker, you know, Maeve all started off innocent, and you know, eventually she's like, like I've been taking care of him a year. I need to get compensated, so okay, fine. But you know, in our situation, there was two fifty thousand dollar checks and another twenty thousand dollar check, and this is all I could find because I just got involved in it. I don't know what's been going on for the last year. So um, that seemed a little excessive because if you're going to make $120,000 being a caretaker for three months, I, I think we need to change jobs. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, ob- obviously in that situation. And it is a real problem. I, I mean, this uh, the reports are like MetLife did a study, 1,256 1, incidences each year are reported in the press. Now that's not reported to officials. That's what's covered in the press. And just those cases resulted in uh, 2.9 billion in losses. And uh, TrueLink says there's 36 billion in annual losses, but that includes all forms of elder abuse and scams. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a real problem. Yeah. And and it's, and it's sad because the, yeah, I may have started off with good intentions, and then when I, this is my, I'm just guessing right now, but I would think that once she kind of saw bank statements and other statements, and wow, he's got a lot of money, right? So, so it, it kind of innocently yep. started where you know they came in to get something notarized, and I, I kind of was prying a little bit, prying a little bit, and uh, and then this all came out. So, um, so then you know for me, it's like, well, heck, what do I do? You know. I, at first, I didn't want to tell them I knew everything that I knew. Right. Because I talked Obviously. to the banks and, you know, it was like it was like four banks involved. So, you know, moving money from one bank to another bank because that bank wouldn't make out a check to her. So they moved the money to another bank and then that bank made a check out to her and there was money in another bank, you know. So. Wow. Um, so there definitely was some type of pattern. Um, so and then I was like. We haven't even got to this point. I'm like, can you pay it back? And. Uh, we haven't got that answer, but even if they can, look, you know, if you rob the bank and then offer to give the money back, 
you still robbed the bank, right? Yeah, so you still I mean, committed, yeah, a, you still you still committed, committed the crime. crime. Yeah. So so I I don't know how this will trans uh, you know transpose, but well, your 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 job is to you know talk with the banks and report it to you know right. uh, the proper authorities, and then and then um, you know say hey you gotta. And, and then, care and of it, I think. And then beyond we, that, we, what can you do? Well, I mean, we got the issue of his house now, right? So, uh, you know, go, you know, do we go change locks in the house to keep them out? And you know, you know, all those kind of things that they they go through. I'm I'm not sure if he'll ever come back to his house, right? So, so we just got to do wrestle with all those issues. But I just wanted, you know, to have a little one of these uh, podcasts on on you know how to look for things like that. So. Um, it could be simple as you know withdrawals from accounts, moving money that really shouldn't be moved, or buying things that shouldn't be you know. Would a not that they did this, but you know, would a ninety-five-year-old guy that's can't see would he buy a new car? You know, types yeah, type, no. types of things like that. So yeah, look for out of the ordinary yeah. things, it, and if you suspect something, you know, maybe dig into it a little bit or report it to uh, again uh, adult. You know, protective that, services. That, yeah, yeah, adult protective services. And and yeah. I think if if you know, there's plenty of websites out there and and blogs out there about how to spot this stuff. But I just want you know clients and who's ever listening to uh, be exposed that you know it happens. Yeah, be aware and watch out for it. Yeah. you know, be on the lookout for it. You it, know, don't get crazy paranoid, it, but also be on the lookout for real. Uh, abuse and i think this is a you know it's a fear of uh you know as i get into the age of having parents that are needing care and my mother-in-law is in um long you know in a assisted living and she's gonna need uh, you know long-term care here soon so it's just like wow you know you worry about okay is this facility what's their rating what who's working there and you know who's in charge of her funds and who has access to her and you know is she being swindled i mean she's already uh you know given into it's sad but you know the phone calls that call and ask for information she's had that happen to her yeah we've had clients that happened to too and we ended up you know, changing their phone numbers because they, you know they're, they're look they're usually guys in their guys or gals in their 80s or 90s and they're they get sucked into this or someone calls you owe some money and they're like, you know, yep. their fear of ever, you know, that generation's a fear of owing anybody a penny, right? They want to be debt free. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, you True. know, they, they give them their credit card to pay the bill and then it just, it just escalates. So, so just, you just got to be mindful. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's, it's, I hate to say it, sometimes it's family members, but then people yeah. turn a blind eye to it. But, well, it is her son. You know, situations like, well, it is her son. He He's her only heir, so what's the difference? He's going to end up with the money anyhow. I'm like, well, that's not necessarily how it's supposed to all go shake down, right? So Right. Plus, he, he could uh, dwindle her funds, and then she has nothing to, you know, uh, assisted living or long-term care could cost up to a hundred grand a year. Right. So, so she's even if you say, "Oh, she's old. He's his only heir. Who cares if he's taking the money?" Well, the problem is, if she's still alive, it's still her money, and she's probably going to need it. Correct. So, um, you know, in those situations, you know, what do you do? Do you remove the perpetrator, or maybe you have to remove the victim? Right. So, yeah. so this, yeah. this situation we are, uh, considering just maybe leaving him at the nursing home, um, and having him have, get care there. 
Um, yeah. It's sad, but when you when you hear about all the possible things that can happen to you as you get older, uh, I just say, Chris, thank God I'm not aging. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, me neither. Not going to happen to me because I'm not going to get right. old. And, and look, That's what everybody and, and, thinks. And we, and we right? talked about this on other shows that look statistically, two thirds of people over sixty five wind up in a nursing home. Two thirds. So yeah. you know what what what's the number of people that are eighty? Probably three quarters, right? So, so as they get older and older, um, they're not going to be able to tear, care for themselves. And, and and you know, I think it probably started off innocent, and until they uh, finally got a hold of bank statements and found out the, how much uh, money he had. I mean, this this guy has quite a bit of money, and um, look, the money's there for his care. So whether we use it for his care. You know, the concern they when they first came in, it's like, well, he's going to spend all his money in this nursing home and he worked his life for all this money. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's for him. <laughs> that's what it's there for yeah. to so, cover these costs when you need it. So hopefully uh, this will all work out. I don't know what will happen on any legal end. I, you know, I guess I'll leave that up to adult protective services. Um, yeah. If they're going to prosecute or not. I, I don't know. I, it would be nice if she could return the money, but. With the ads, she still has the money, right? Oh, no. Or no. It's, or Especially if she kept going back for more, she doesn't have the money. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So yeah. I just thought we it was a topic. Uh, it was on the top of my mind. I thought we'd talk about it and get it out no, there. No, I think yeah. that's yeah. good. I think it was a great show and a good topic to cover today. Now, if we have people out there who are concerned, hey, I need to have a lot of money to pay for my long-term care or health care yeah. when I'm older, or I want to work with somebody who's looking out for me and my by best interests and my finances. Um, how can they get a hold of you? I know you're offering Chris a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, right? Sure, we always do that because we want to make sure we're a good fit for you and you're a good fit for us. So um, they could call us at four four zero eight eight six three five five zero or our website brooksidetax.com and. I think all these podcasts are up there. Uh, Tony, I think you load these up there on our on our website so they yep. can listen to the other podcasts. And, uh, yeah, just give us a call. We'll, we'll walk you through it. There's uh, no obligation. And if you think uh, we can help you, we'll, we'll help you. And you, if you want to hire us, you hire us. If you don't want to hire us, then, you know, we'll part as friends. So All right. Well, and, Chris, you're a great guy to sit down and talk with. And uh, you're an author as well. And if they yeah. if they ask real nice, if they come in, I bet you'll give them a copy of your book. We have two of them now. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know. So actually, oh, yeah. actually, we're going to be writing another one soon. The so. Back Nine. The Back Nine and uh, Rounding Third. So Oh, yeah, the, Rounding Third. So, round, yep. so for you guys out there, I'm also an attorney. So Rounding Third is all about estate planning and how do we get you home, you know, that last base, base path home. As I tell people, it doesn't matter if you hit a triple, if you get tagged out at the plate, right? So... Right. So that's that's all about estate planning. And, and uh, the back nine's about pretty much financial planning for uh, retirees. So That's great. Well, hey, uh, we're going to uh, wrap it up here, uh, but give that number one more time. 440-886-3550. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Road to Retirement with our host, Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 
or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.